Blog Talk Radio. There's something very, very special about the New York Ranger fan base. The waiting is over! The New York Rangers are the Stanley Cup champions! And this one will last a lifetime! I believe it's the most passionate of all fan bases. We are like sheep. Buy our tickets, we go every year. We think this is our year. Let the celebration begin. What's going on, guys? It's Gary Knight here with Rangers Nightcast, the second episode today. This is number eight. And oh my God, what a goddamn awful game we all just watched. I'm speechless, really. This is not what I was expecting, especially after an outstanding game against the Panthers. Oh, my God. Well, this episode is sponsored by the Realistic Blue Shirts fan page on Facebook. Guys, I say to every broadcast, go follow them. The best Rangers fan group on Facebook, hands down. If you do not believe me, give it a shot. Worst that you can do is unfollow. But believe me, you won't because of how quick you get not just Rangers stuff, but NHL news as well. All right, let's jump right in. I am aggravated beyond all hell. I was going to do this tomorrow, but I've just been reading, you know, everybody's takes and listening to post-game stuff. And I mean, Jesus, this hopping Scotch Christ. First of all, continues to be Hank. And that is just the repeated phrase over and over again. And it is going to be a very sad day when we don't get to say that anymore. Either because, you know, Father Time caught up with him, he's moved on, he's retired, but eventually Henrik Lundqvist will not be between the pipes. And I can only pray to whatever God is out there that will, you know, bless us with another goaltender like him. We better hope we get one. Otherwise, it's going to be, you know, shooter tutor central. I. Ugh. But Hank played a great game. I mean, the late period, late game, third period goal. I mean, borderline uh, goaltender interference. It wasn't going to be called because, let's face it, Toronto loves to stick it, you know, all 12 inches into us every chance they get. So, you know, when they were reviewing it, I was just like, okay. But. What didn't surprise me, I mean, what did surprise me, and only the Rangers, only this can only happen to the Rangers. Henrik makes an outstanding first save, and then everyone remembers this, you know, sprawling across the, the crease on his side, um, stopping another shot. And one of the Blackhawks players just decides, you know, he's, he's going to dig for gold right on Henrik's arm, starts slashing at him. And then they review to see if the, if the play was a goal. What the hell's going on here? He might as well just take his skate and step on his throat. But you know, play's still alive. He didn't blow the whistle. I'm just I'm just gonna bitch about everything. I'm I am a little little girl when we lose, and I'm even worse when we lose the way we did. All right, let's fast forward real quick to the best part of the game, the third period. We had one shot. The New York Rangers had exactly one more shot than I would have had. My grandfather, been dead for 30 years, they had one more shot than he would have had. 
makes me sick. They had a total of 19 shots. I know I don't do stats, but, you know, again, when I do, it's usually to highlight a point. Um, They had 19 shots total this game. A week ago, I was singing and dancing like an idiot about how things are turning around. Yay, they're they're, they're listening to Coach Quinn, blah, blah, blah. Well, I look like the idiot because 19 shots total today, and they had 19 shots in the first period against the Avs last week. So what the hell can change between then and now? I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's what's interesting about this team is when we watch a game, we really don't know what's going to happen. At this point, I'd rather know that we're going to either you know, be absolutely destroyed and move on with life, or we're going to compete. I hate this blue bull stuff, man. Sitting at the edge of my couch like a dumbass, getting yelled at, you know, this is real life in my house, and I'm in Ranger World, and I'm acting like a moron game 10 of the season. Why do I do this? This is what being a fan is about, and I get that. But, you know, this game just just took the wind out of my sails. I was so happy earlier today. Everybody that that listened to Episode 7, I really thought, Ball's rolling. Here we go. And you know what really makes me upset? It, it wasn't a great first two periods, but it wasn't – again, it was that just better than mediocre hockey where they're hanging on. This is another game where Ranger Luck – we've been over this before. What's Ranger Luck, guys? Anything that can happen that will benefit the other team the Rangers are playing, it'll go their way. We hit a post. We hit another post. That's a quarter of an inch. God forbid it happens to you know hit the post and go in. Hit the post and hit Crawford in the back of his dumb head and go in. Nope. We hit these pipes square as can be. That's Ranger Luck. And then you know what happens after that? We hit a post. The play's gonna go down ice. And then you know nine times out of ten. Henrik either has to bail out the team or, you know, the red light's on. That's what pisses me off. Posts, man. God damn it. There were two posts I can remember. Uh, Hayes hit one in the third. I think that ties it up. It was 2-1 at that point. That puck goes in. It's a tie game. The whole freaking outcome changes. Or at least the direction it was going in. It's just... We are a team that can hang around but can't find ways to win the game. We can't find ways to steal the game. That's where maybe our lack of experience comes in, you know, the younger players, but can't fault them. Idol's doing his thing. Howden's doing his thing. Buchnevich scored. Do not know. Tony D'Angelo got uh, scratched for, uh, I think, the 73rd time today. Letary also. I don't know what Tony D did. I he, <laughs> I really don't. He might have hit on Quinn's wife. Uh, but he hasn't seen the ice in forever. So, I mean, I don't know why this kid doesn't wake up and really put in the work and practice to get out there. 
especially now McQuaid got hurt. I think he's dead. I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't looked into any of that. I'm just so pissed off. But if he's got a, any part of the body injury, you know, McQuaid would be the next logical uh, insert into the lineup. If Tony D'Angelo doesn't get inserted into the lineup with McQuaid injured, then there is really something up. Like, legit. I'm not talking injury. I am talking, like, some internal, deep-rooted, you know, in-your-face kind of stuff. There's just no reason why he wouldn't be in the lineup. None. <sighs> so, we forgot to shoot, you know. I think we had seven shots in the first and 11 in the second. Yeah, and then one in the third. So, I, again, it's just... Some of the looks were there, and we just can't finish. That's been the storyline of the season. And then we get a power play, and then we just go back to the extra passes and forcing stupid things. And it's just, I don't understand. Don't get it. I don't. And there were a couple of blind passes, some real knucklehead stuff that I saw from Kreider tonight. And, I mean, if Quinn is really about the whole, you know, make better decisions and give 100%, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the next one to see uh, the rafters, watch the game from upstairs. Maybe not, only because of how he is producing points. But, you know, producing points and still being a bonehead creating opportunities for the team is usually a no-no also. And it's not like we're going anywhere. So I I wouldn't be shocked. It would not surprise me one bit if that happened. But I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who saw the couple of plays he did. There was one in the third, I think. Pretty sure it was the third. Uh, some behind-the-back no-look, like, pass to the center, uh, to like, towards the hash marks. And there was a Chicago player there, so... I don't know why they can't stay away. I mean, why they can't stay on the game plan. The way they've played in the like the past games, like we know that there's a certain game plan that they start out, but for whatever reason, my lord in heaven, they hit a fork in the road and they just go off to Neptune. I don't know what they start doing or what happens, but they just get away from it. And that really, really, really needs to stop quick. Real quick. My goodness. I mean, the Blackhawks doubled our shot. They had 37. They just, just about doubled our shots. And they had more goals in the second period than we had shots. All right? So, like, this is why I want to vomit. It's that kind of stuff. Blackhawks didn't play like, you know, the Blackhawks of the past. They weren't overwhelming. You know, because of Hank, mainly. But we were absolutely in this game for a good portion of it. Just the third period, everybody stayed in the locker room. Mentally, everyone was in there on their phones and their Twitters and their, you know, hockey groupies. God, very sad. The one positive thing that came out of this entire game, especially the third period, oh, my God, is um, is the fight VZ had at the end. You know, he's not a fighter, but he absolutely held his own. He threw it. I think he, I think he got whoever he was fighting with more shots. I was excited to see that. I mean, he's frustrated. That's clear as day. Um, but 
you know, screw it. If someone's going to push you around, that's why it's there. Throw your hands. I was I was really happy to watch that. Hold on, texting somebody. And by someday, I mean my fiance. I'm hiding in my uh, garage still. Um, I have not yet finished packing, and uh, I got in trouble earlier. Let me ask you guys a question. Maybe I'm I'm I don't know. If you were a female, would you be upset if uh, I went to your um, Halloween office party dressed as a a mammogram, a mammogram uh, tester? You know what I mean? She got pretty pissed at that. I'm just saying. I think it's hysterical, but... Uh, yeah, I wanted to go as a mammogram machine, and that uh, welcomed me sleeping on the couch, which is not going to happen, but she's a little upset, and she needs my help real quick. Eh, she can wait a couple of minutes. Um, yeah, I pretty much uh, just threw this together really fast, and... um. That's really it. This one's going to stay short, you know. That's it. We will get back at it on Sunday. Uh, I'm definitely going to have another one up here. I've had some thoughts. We're going to do some stuff. And, uh, you know, everybody keep their head up. This is one game. I know everybody's as pissed as I am, but it is what it is. Remember to head over to the website, rangersnightcast.weebly.com, and Weebly is W-E-E-B-L-Y. Uh, you could also find it in on the uh, Rangers Nightcast blog talk blog talk radio page uh you know start following and and doing stuff i'm still waiting for some content i actually have some that i'm going to be putting up soon so some of you are listening that's cool i know uh i know one of my friends christina wrote something so i'm going to throw that up it was actually really good uh that's pretty much it guys I will come back to you with other things. I will try to entertain you. In the meantime, I will see you Sunday. Remember the Realistic Blue Shirts page. Get over there and do it. I'm telling you, you're going to regret it. So with that, I'm Gary Knight. This is Rangers Nightcast, and I will see you guys next time. You're all connected as Ranger fans. Anytime you go into the garden, it feels like home, and every Ranger fan knows that. As soon as you walk in there, you feel like you can do anything. The fans, they they have epitomize what it is to be New York, hardcore, tough. Becoming a Ranger fan is amazing. It makes you feel like you're part of the team. In our heart, we know we are the best, toughest, biggest, baddest fans in the NHL. And the chant from the Ranger faithful is, can you hear us? <laughs> what a great atmosphere. It's like a theater. First time I played here, Doc, I was scared out of my screen.